Hi guys, welcome back to Make It Make Sense. My name is Savi Tennyson and here with me is... Joshua Motosho. Awesome. So on today's episode, we're just going to get into it. The market is looking red everywhere, guys. The market is not doing too well. It's not doing too hot. And the general consensus with a lot of analysts and investors is that they are going to be bears, right? And what do I mean by being a by being in a bear market is there's overall not a positive outlook for the market. It means that a lot of people are thinking that in simple terms, the market is not going to do too great. So why are we having this general consensus, especially when S&P 500, some of our indexes like the QQQ is really close to its all-time highs? Where is this coming from? So I would give it to Joshua to help us answer that question. Why are people scared or having a bear market when we're close to its all-time highs? Yes, thank you. So, said, thank <laughs> you. Like, this is an interview. <laughs> I think I'll start from something we call market breadth. For example, I'll use SP 500. The SP 500 is an index in the stock market, right? That comprises of the top 500 best, you know, overall firms in the country. And one thing we'll notice about this index is that they have different weightings. Some may, like weightings in terms of how much money is invested in a particular stock? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. For example, if you look at the index, you probably see like Amazon, Microsoft have larger weightings that maybe something like a Disney or a Boeing, okay. right? There are some stocks that, okay, they carry a lot of weight and there's some that don't carry as much, okay. right? So if you look at most of the indexes, the SPY, the NASDAQ, they all have those stocks that carry most of the weight and some that don't carry as much, mm-hmm. right? And one thing I started noticing early last week was that those stocks that were not carrying that much weight were breaking down. Hmm. What am I breaking down? They were losing major averages fast. Like they lost their five-day moving average. Some of them are um, below their 21-day. Some are testing the 50-day moving average already. You know, So that started to tell me that, huh, something funky is going on in the market. And if you look at it, you see stocks like Google, Apple, Microsoft, they're all doing very, very well, right? And I think these stocks have just masked the ugliness that is going oh. on underneath. Because those ones have a large winning in the indexes. They will keep those index indexes propped up. If you look at the NASDAQ, the um, S&P, they're not that far from their all-time highs. The only index that has shown like blood is the Russell 2000, right? That one has just gotten hammered for the past two to two and a half weeks. Mm. So I guess on Thursday, because eventually when we have these things happen, when a few stocks are just keeping the market afloat, eventually it will start to seep into Mm. even those strong stocks' performance. Makes sense. So on Wednesday, close slash Thursday, the market side is seeing that, okay, something is going on, right? Mm -hmm. But the the symptoms started showing since Monday. One of the things that testified to what's going on is if you look at the number of advancers Mm -hmm. versus decliners, you know, the advancers were way less than the decliners. But for some reason, the indexes were green, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you can imagine the S&P 500 is green, but we have way more um, decliners yeah. than advancers. And mm-hmm. another thing that I found interesting was the number of stocks above the 50-day moving average. So whenever, so the 50-day moving average kind of shows the intermediate sentiment in a particular stock. If it's above the 50-day, we can say, okay, you know, we're still kind of bullish. But if it crosses below the 50-day, oh, it might, be starts, it might be time to start getting a little worried. And it's already testing the 50-day moving exactly. average. Exactly. And only 30-something percent of stocks are above the 50-day moving average. Hmm. That is, that is a huge concerning. problem, you know. 
And we saw stocks like Apple already showing, um, some of the fangs already showing some type of weakness already, which is actually really concerning. And I guess what is also really concerning to me is that on Tuesday, Netflix is going to announce its earnings. And if those earnings aren't really good, that would just, it would be blood because the fangs are really holding the market generally right now, right? So if Netflix isn't good, people are not going to care that Apple was doing really good last week. They're like, hey, look at Netflix. They're not really good. People have been staying at home. What are you saying here? Then all of a sudden people begin to sell off. So I think what you have just explained is really good in terms of the breadth and what's holding the market. And it just further shows the benefit of diversification that even though look at 30% of stocks are literally carrying the entire portfolio of many of these indexes, which is super interesting to me. But moving forward, I've also been reading a lot and looking at CNBC and other sources for my news in the stock market. And one of the things that they have been talking about a lot is the new Delta variant of coronavirus, right? And a lot of people are nervous, like, what does this mean? for the future. Are we going to have another lockdown? Because California is already imposing a new max mandate. Florida is already experiencing higher cases overall. They've not really imposed any max mandate yet, but those were the two states who really started this catalyst of insane cases rising and everything, right? And the next... One is inflation numbers were worse than expected. So people didn't really expect inflation numbers to be good, but it's worse than what they were expecting. Unemployment numbers are not looking as great. I mean, people are going back to jobs, but it's not looking too great. So Powell is not going to increase the interest rate and things are getting more and more expensive. Added to that too, the real estate market is already showing weakness and people are very concerned. So all of these factors are staring towards, are we going to have a bear market? And my, and I guess my question here is, is it just another, you know, fear mongering? Because this was all done all through 2020 and things were breaking off high. The market was hot. Or is this actually real concern, legitimate concern? And how can ourselves as, you know, regular tiny investors protect ourselves? What do we do in this situation? So I like how you just give give us a great synopsis of what's going on, you know, and I think the Fed are kind of in a corner right now, yeah. right? Because when we look at the last CPI report, it was obviously it was a hot number. It was higher than what we expected. But, you know, I'll always still say if we go down to the report, the things that were giving us the real inflation are things like used cars, yeah. right? Um, food products mm -hmm. and increasing the rate. I'm not sure that would be a a cure or, or something that would you know help us reduce the prices of those things sure. there are still supply shock issues sure. but it doesn't matter the fed is still under pressure whether or not you know raising rates will be the, the cure people don't care you know they're still putting a lot of pressure because even currently in tokyo uh, some athletes have already tested positive for covid19 virus and even coco like a tennis player just tested positive for the virus so it, people are even asking is the olympics going to happen in 2021 so it's actually a huge deal because covid isn't gone it's still really here so should people start running back into you know stay at home stocks or should they be investing in cuz reopening plays aren't doing too well you see stocks like uber and Airbnb and you know the expedients are suffering heavily and it's not even good because staying at home stocks are not doing too hot either so it's like everyone's super confused how do what do we do so I like how you said that you know and I think the Fed are really cornered because because of the inflation and stuff getting more expensive they have to think of tapering yeah. but when they think about the Delta variant and um 
everything just going on and there's a slight oh. chance that are we going to go back into lockdown? If that happens, they cannot raise rates. True. And would they have to give more stimulus? What happens then? You know, <laughs> more because money to the economy. More inflation, but yeah. you can't raise rates. Yeah. Like it is actually, I'm so, I want to see how everything is going to unfold. Yeah. But I think my hope is just that the Delta variant is not just as serious as it seems and it's mm-hmm. going to fade away. But in regards to what investors should do, I think there's more of a wait and see wait approach. And see yes. Hold, just hold cash Ex- because holding cash is the position. It is a position. If you're in great companies like Apple, you know, Facebook, Google, them type of companies, I'm not going to say you should go ahead and sell them. No, just wait and see. But if you're in any speculative names and you have profit, this is not a bad time to take some of it off and wait in cash because we might get a good buying opportunity. You know, look at the triple Qs, the tech ETF. We're far off from the 50-day moving average. What do I mean? We, there's a long way down. Yeah. Like we're so overextended. We can go down 3 4%, you know, in the index and we're still very bullish just because of how high you know mm-hmm. we've come i wouldn't necessarily honestly i wouldn't if you are in good companies i wouldn't necessarily say sell any company especially like a stock like nvidia oh yeah i wouldn't say sell any of them if you're a more speculative asset and you believe in them you can still hold what i would do possibly is Entering, this is an opportunity because if it's down, I remember when I was looking into Wayfair, the time we were looking into Wayfair was like $90. And now Wayfair is currently going for definitely above the 200s even, right? So that was just in March 2020. And even though it's also gotten beat up, look at how much profit you would have made. So I'm thinking more of, you know, building a smaller position, like entering, averaging your costs down is the strategy I would take for companies I have been eyeing. Right. This is definitely an opportunity for people who have been prepared. Right. They've had cash all along and been saving and watching the market to definitely average down their positions. That way, when because the market is rigged to still go up eventually. Right. So I think that you would be in the front line to catch quick on those profits. That's the strategy I'm thinking for people to protect themselves. I'm also thinking this is a time where people spot the stocks they're really interested in, especially if you don't have positions in Apple or Disney. This is, again, it's not a financial advice. It's not saying buy any particular stock, but these are stocks I believe that are here for the long haul, especially a stock like Apple, right? Or Facebook or Microsoft or Google, right? Or even Amazon, so these are stocks that I'm saying that are pretty strong or any other stock you're looking into that would be here for the next 10 to 15 years. This could be time to start averaging into those positions because you're going to be in for a bumpy ride if, in fact, these negative prophecies are going to come through. But then again, we've heard this before. We have been here before. We were here in January. We're here in April. We're here in May. We're here in June and now again in July. So we've been here before. A lot of these moving day averages have been weird. And all of a sudden, come morning, come that week, boom, it's all green again, right? So I wouldn't say panic too much. If anything, I would say be more prepared. Have cash because cash is still a pretty good position, even though your cash might be, you know, not worth as much because, you know, inflation and all that. But definitely put an eye down. This could be an opportunity for you to go shopping. Nobody buys. That's one of the reasons why like Black Friday is super important because, hey, everyone goes shopping on Black Friday. You want to get it when it's super cheap. So this might be an opportunity. What do you think? Yeah, I think most definitely. But one thing I always remember is no two situations are the same. True. Right? <laughs> Everything has a unique twist. And what is unique here is the inflation. Like, mm. 
Backlash year, we didn't have the whole inflation argument, but now it is here. And it's and the Fed, strong. yes, the Fed are back into a corner, you know. If we raise rates and COVID becomes a problem, the economy is going to die, you know. Yeah. But if we don't raise rates, inflation going to go out of control. So what do we do here, you know? So it's a very unique situation, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we should, it, that's why I like the wait and see approach. Okay. You know, don't get too aggressive in anything. Like mm-hmm. I said, if you have a position in a, in good companies already, you can just leave it because it'll be fine in the end. Yeah. Right. No, your Apple, your Amazon, Google, they're not Facebook. They're not going anywhere. But with some of the more speculative names, you have to be a little bit more nimble, a little bit more mm-hmm. careful because who knows what's going to happen. True. Remember what happened earlier this year in January? When bonnies were going crazy, remember what happened to the growth names? <laughs> that they all got hammered, right? Because really we know inflation is not good. Um, higher interest rates are not good for speculative and high growth names. True. And, but low interest is good for them, right? If COVID came and interest rates remain low, that theoretically, that would be good for growth names, high growth names. But who knows how this is going to unfold? That's why I think we have to be, you know, more attentive. You know, obviously, fear not. (laughs) Fear not. not. You know, if you're in a great company, this is not the first time, you know, we've had turbulence in the market. It won't won't be the last time either. Definitely. I think to, like, encourage people, if you're someone who is pretty nervous, I would recommend not checking (laughs) as often as you would, like, your positions because that's just going to, you know make you very concerned and very scared. But that's all we have for you today, guys. We're really excited about what the market's going to bring come Monday. We'll be staying tuned. Like our podcast, share with your friends, share with your enemies, your family, and everyone could make some cents and dollars and lots of money. Yes. Thank you all for tuning in. Have a good one till next time. Bye, guys.